0: It's the vibrator that has no equal, and now Motor Bunny offers their thrusting sex machine, the Motor Bunny Buck. Enjoy a fan whore discount at manwhorpod.com/slash motor or use promo code manwhore at checkout. The Man Whore podcast is sponsored by Alt Playground. APG is more than just a place to find couples to swap with. Alt Playground is a lifestyle community for all non monogamous and sexually adventurous people to connect and share. And you know, I started a profile. Join me over at altplayground.net. That's A-L-T This
1: episode is brought to you by Shopify.
0: Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Impeach me, Daddy. Impeach me so hard. (laughs) What's up, everybody? This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to the Zoom Zaddies. To the Discord Doms, to the Twitter Titties, welcome this week on the podcast. I have got on Dominatrix Justine Cross. Uh, but first, I, 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 I've I've done it. I've taken the plunge. I'm there. I am a millennial grasping for relevance on TikTok, and it's fucking bad, everybody not my TikToks. I think I nailed the silhouette challenge. Uh I'm I'm talking about I have got I've been on this platform for like 6 days and I have so many TikTok sounds stuck in my head. Billy, you got songs stuck in your head? Oh no. I wish I had a song stuck in my head. I have sounds stuck in my head. I have Dwight from from The Office, a show I I don't even I've never even really watched, but I've got his voice in my head going could be 1 month, could be 2 months could be four months. I think that's a realistic timeline. You know what I'm talking about there? At least when you had a song stuck in your head, you've got like a solid verse, maybe a chorus, maybe you got a couple verses and a chorus. Maybe your mind goes through the entire song as it's stuck in your head. That sounds pleasant now. I think about once or twice an hour, I think in my head, can't make a wife out of a hoe. No, see, like... (sighs) But I'm there. And the frustrating part about being on TikTok after mocking tiktok after even being frustrated with how to make a tiktok is it is kind of fun it i i like dancing <laughs> i like being silly gen z what have you done to me <sighs> but anyways yes i am on tiktok and you can go follow me at the billy presida i'm going to i'm going to attempt to keep it a little more on the pg13 side of things because apparently TikTok is not the friendliest to the uh, the segs, the sexual stuff. So much so that sex workers who are on TikTok, they have uh, they have created their own trend. Uh, and I've I've mentioned this on the show before, but like, sex worker speak is genius. So the next genius sex worker speak trend, it's on TikTok, and it's them all calling themselves accountants. I have never. Asked someone what they did for a living and heard them say, I'm an accountant, and ever had a follow-up question. I've never asked, I've never, I've never even tried to relate, I've never tried to understand, I've never pretended to care. When I talk to someone who is an accountant and they look me in the eye and they say, I'm an accountant, we both have a mutual understanding that there is no reason for this discussion to go further unless I too am an accountant. And I think that's hilarious that they've figured out a way to end all conversations about their sex work by just being like, I'm an accountant. Can we move on because I don't want to talk about being a big old hoe right now, especially on a platform that uh, may heavily suppress me for doing so. So shout out to all the all the accountants out there listening. Um you you're doing great work. <laughs> Uh, before I get to this, we guest, Justine Cross. I've got a, I got, we haven't done one of these in a while. I got an email queue. Uh, I got, I got an email question that I thought was actually a good one. One that I thought uh, might resonate with other listeners out there. So, uh, we're, we're going to read this. It, um, and it reads as thus. Hi, Billy. I am a straight cisgender man who has had no desire to date, love, or even fuck men, ever, in my life. However, sometimes, and seemingly more so recently, I find high femme trans women incredibly attractive, and sometimes find the idea of sucking a dick quite erotic. The man attached to that dick, if it is a dude, not so much so. I'm considering in a post-vaccine time opening my app preferences to or even making a personals ad for trans women or trying a dick or two in my mouth at a glory hole. I don't know. Or even hire a high femme trans sex worker, a.k.a. an accountant. All of these exciting ideas are swirling in my head while I just wish that my tongue was swirling around a shaft once in a while. I do not think of STDs in terms of dirty I also can't deny that, quote, men who have sex with men and transgender people face higher rates of STDs. I'm particularly concerned about the prevalence of gonorrhea slash antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea that, from what I read, is more common in those communities than others. I've tackled my fear of STDs through education and found myself less nervous, except for this, which seems to suggest I'd be factually taking a higher risk, sucking a cock. Is this a fear warranted within the queer male community? Or should I just chill the fuck out and open my mouth? Sincerely curious. Now, I'm just a comedian with a fuck show. I like to I like to recognize my limitations when uh, when I see them. So I actually reached out to a past guest of the show and someone who also gives out sex and dating advice on the regs, Zachary Zane. Y'all remember Zach Zane, right? So I, I hit him up. I, I, I sent this question over. This is what Zach said in response. Antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea is very rare, and from what I know, though don't quote me on it, even though I am quoting him on it, I did ask him, I was like, hey, do you, you said don't quote me on it, should I not quote you on it, and he's like, ah, go ahead, <laughs> so he says, Antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea is very rare, and from what I know, there haven't been any cases of antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea transferred via oral sex, I've gotten regular oral gonorrhea in my mouth before, it's not a big deal at all, You go in, get antibiotics, and bam, you're on the street sucking more dick just seven days later. I've also sucked around 500 dicks and only gotten it once, so not bad odds. You're about a bajillion times more likely to get COVID right now than to get antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea from giving oral sex, so live a little, suck a dick, you'll be fine. If you're really worried... You can always ask them to wear a condom when you do oral, but like don't be that guy. That guy sucks with a condom on. So curious I hope that I hope that answers your question. I hope you uh find find the resolve and the courage to go out there and and just put it in your mouth. I said your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> And if you, too, want to send me an email with your comments, your questions, your criticisms, you can send any and all that on over to manwhorepod at gmail.com. And a shout out and thank you to Zachary Zane. Uh, His website is ZacharyZane.com. He's got a weekly newsletter called Boy Slut that that might interest many of you. Okay. Folks, have you checked out the Champagne Room recently? If not, I highly encourage you to connect with your fellow fan whores and sex-positive peoples and come and join us in there. What is the Champagne Room? Uh, it is our free, sex-positive, supportive, fun-as-fuck Discord server. I know this, the word Discord can uh, intimidate a lot of people. It intimidated me for years, even though I had fans who were like, Hey, can you start a... Can you start a Discord server for us? And I was always like, ah, I don't want to have to learn a new thing. But hey, if I can learn TikTok, you can, <laughs> you can figure out Discord. Um, but it has been so much fun uh, chatting in there. It feels like a lot of simultaneous group chats, kind of all at once, because we have all these different channels, where you can think of the channels as rooms, and each room has a specific topic. You know, outside of our general conversation room, okay, we've got, uh, you know, rooms for memes, rooms for selfies, rooms to talk about music, talk about wellness, talk about politics. We have one room that is literally just every, it's called Pets, Pets, Pets. And as you can deduce, it's just people sharing pictures of their pets. It's real. It's a really great space. We've got discussion channels for uh, each episode of the Man Whore podcast. And we've even got channels uh, just for people to go seek support for things that they're struggling with. So come join us in the Champagne Room. See what it's all about. Go visit manwhorepod.com discord or click the link in the show notes and come join the conversation. Today's question of the day is, uh, is just going to be, you know, what song describes you sexually? That's what we're going to ask in there. And uh, <laughs> I can't wait to make a playlist out of that. Another way you can connect with fellow fan and sex positive peoples while also supporting the man whore podcast directly is by joining our Patreon community. Yes, uh, we, we is been a blast. I told you all about truth or dare. We're doing another man whore munch this month. All right. We got the peep show, which is just the only group chat you'll ever need in your life because it's just a bunch of awesome, beautiful positive human beings sharing gifts nudes and compliments all day it's like the most affirmative space i've ever been in and it's filled with people who love the same podcast that you do including me hey i I happen to love this show too uh and, and and one of those people who loves the show one of those people in the peep show with us is adrian mata 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 i'm I'm sorry I don't I don't know your last name pronunciation but I do know that it was so much fun playing truth or dare with you dude. I'm so glad we got to see some more of your face and I, we got to get to know you a little better and uh and and make <laughs> I think we even got you to blush at one point. So thanks for being a member of the Fanhor community on Patreon. Thanks for joining us at last month's Manhor Munch. That's your fan whore appreciation moment. Slipped it in right there. And you too can become a member of that community and support yours truly by visiting patreon.com slash man whore podcast. That's Patreon patreon.com slash man whore podcast. And now for this week's guest, Justine cross, uh, justine Cross. She's a professional dominatrix, longtime vet. I I think she's one of the first, doms that I started following on Twitter many many years ago she also uh, owns a couple of dungeons out on the west coast or I should say uh, owned a couple of dungeons out on the west coast we talk uh, and we get into that uh, during this episode so let's go have a conversation with Justine Cross I've got some really exciting news from our sponsors at altplayground.net as many of y'all know, APG is the lifestyle site for your next non monogamous adventure, okay? We've covered that. You know you probably belong there. Whether you're swinging, poly, generally non monogamous, if you're into the hotwifing, cucking, kink, or maybe you just want to find someone for a threesome one time, altplayground.net, it's the site for you. And now they have announced their APG Participation Points program, where members can win one of 100 prizes including a sibian bundle. I know we're a, a motor bunny. I know we're a motor bunny family here, but I also will never tell you not to go enter your name in to win some free shit. Even if it's a competitor. So, you know, head on over to altplayground.net, make an account today and start participating. Share something on the big wall, connect with other members, listen to the podcasts on the platform. Join a club or a group and be entered for your chance to win. One more time, that's altplayground.net. Playground, A-L-T the Man Whore Podcast is proud to be sponsored by HotMovies.com, the place to go to ethically and affordably hashtag pay for some of your porn. Now I've been talking about hot movies for years, okay, is a is typically a pay per minute porn site and it really gives you a lot of latitude in how to spend your money as strategically as possible. Okay, because you ultimately only end up paying for the porn that you watch, right? What you maybe didn't know is they now have Hot Movies Select Unlimited, which is, it's really for the porn bingers listening in right now. For $24.95 a month, you get instant unlimited access to over 31,000 movies. That's over 162,000 clips. And you can watch them over and over and uh, over again. Yeah, like The Sex Files 2, a dark triple X porn parody, right? If you really love the flick, watch it over and over again. So head on over to hotmovies.com, use promo code manhor and if you find yourself watching a whole lot of minutes in a month, go ahead and click on Select Unlimited. Seems like a good fit for you. Now let's get to the show. It opens like recognizing like this new character, Mr. Mira, this older, experienced black woman dominatrix who mm-hmm. owns the dungeon, like all the local girls work out mm-hmm. of. She's like scolding uh, those two main characters uh, mm-hmm. um, and and basically calls them out on everything that sex workers are yelling on Twitter about. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's that's cute and like self-aware. Let's see where it goes. But that's just like, I personally and I know I come from a different mm-hmm. perspective but mm-hmm. I was most offended that it's just like poorly written. It's just like not mm-hmm. a good show. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, you know, I watched, I don't even think I made it through the first season, because it was just so horrible. And I just, you know, I just was like, I'll save that for when, you know, I'm constipated, and I just have to shit my (laughs) brains out. I just, I'll just wait. And I just, and, you know, all the things are fair. And it's like, I'm glad they hired, uh, they got someone else on the show to, you know, to do, which I mean, I would have like, (laughs) sent myself over like a guided missile, but it's in New York. And, you know, so,, so that's good. But it's still just like, I mean, when it came out, it was like in the middle of like Sesta Fosta, which was like particularly like shitty and just tone deaf. And then it's like, but I'm still there were some
0: open wounds, like recent open wounds,
1: yeah, recent open wounds, but I'm just still like, this is ridiculous that they have this show that's verified on all social media and like, at a time where we're all losing our social media and which isn't, um, just, it's just like a, a social media purge that, you know, fortunately includes people who are violating the terms of service in truly dangerous and terrible ways. <laughs> um, yes, but also sex workers and it's like they have verified accounts and it's like, it's that's, that still really galls me. Like, you know, because you you can't ask tw- Twitter, just like grants this to you now. There's no like, pro. you know, I mean, I think they're bringing back the verified program now. But like Stormy Daniels just lost her verified checkmark.
0: Wait, what?
1: Yeah. But I don't know if she's still, she happen? got it back. Is she? Let me let's look right now. I, I had let me no see. idea. Yeah. She lost her verified checkmark. And she's like, um, why did I lose my my checkmark? And
0: I'm a beloved the- national icon. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, she lost
1: her she lost her blue check. Yeah.
0: Oh um, man, I'd be devastated. I uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: I know you still have yours. I know well, I'm hoping that I can get one because according to them, if you have IMDB credits, you can get it.
0: That's wild, but but yeah, you the that you're pointing out that like, um, uh, the show can have a verified account. The show gets to tweet about BDSM all willy nilly, but then if actual sex workers or even just like everyday kingsters did, mm-hmm. they get shadow banned, yeah. they get deplatformed, they get posts right. taken down. Jesus, Instagram like uh, threatened to, to uh, delete my account because I posted this video where like I am joking comically, take uh, unzipping my fly and taking out a microphone. <laughs> And wow. the, the AI took that down, by the way. That was like an instant comes down where I'm like, oh, really?
1: Yeah. You should have taken my class, Instagram for sex workers, you know, you should take that, put that up on your OnlyFans, you
0: know, I'll give Ooh. you a free one. <laughs> oh well, we'll have to talk about the classes in a moment. But mm-hmm. first, I want to say I'm here mm-hmm. with a professional dominatrix, Justine Cross, uh, also the owner of Dungeon East and West in uh, L.A. Mm hmm.
1: Yes. yes. Thank uh, you.
0: Thanks for joining us. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was actually in a I was in a clubhouse sex worker room today that uh, mm-hmm. they were complaining about Bella Thorne. Like she gets to have her Instagram. She gets to say, go check out my OnlyFans. But other sex workers can't or actual sex workers can't promote their OnlyFans and like how just mm-hmm. insane it is. And And then also trying to discuss like, what would, you know, what would solutions be? Stuff like, you know, Moderation versus AI and, and all that mm-hmm. jazz. What's been your experience with um, social media? You you seem to have your accounts uh, you know, intact. I don't think you were shadow banned when I looked you up. <laughs>
1: I'm knocking on wood. Um, Yeah. I mean, so much to say. Um, All my socials are still there. The last time I checked, um, you can follow me on Twitter and Justine Plays and Instagram is the Justine Cross. And I'm also on Clubhouse, which is my new favorite app. I'm also on TikTok. Not quite sure I get it yet. But um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to keep like two to three steps ahead and making sure that like my social media is compliant with what they are now having as their new terms of service and also what they're enforcing on different platforms. And mm. the problem is that, you know, this is unevenly enforced as we see with, you know, um, you know, our, the, the drump, if you will you know i always call him drum
0: is it know, nice to see the president of the united states finally silence <laughs> like a sex worker like <laughs> well yes and no um
1: i think the pro i think what and this is what i've been saying the whole time is that you know pri- like platforms should have terms of services and they should be enforced um but they should be clear and evenly enforced and the problem mm-hmm. is that you know um someone um who is inciting violence on a federal level um, wasn't immediately silenced, which should have happened, you know, years before. Um, but then someone like, I mean, the kink.com, uh, you know, account, they got like a warning for having someone in bondage on their header. And so it's like, well, what are the rules? Like, how are we enforcing them? Like, what's the same? And it's like, as you were saying about Bella Thorin and like certainly many other celebrities that are having these really big accounts and promoting OnlyFans on their social media and being like total epic dicks about it. I never like Bella Thorne and her sister are super trashy people and they don't care. And not only do they not care when people try to talk to them about what's happening, they responded with such vitriol. It was, it was really like sad and just disgusting. And their photos are really obviously badly Photoshopped. So there's my shade on that.
0: Um, You know, that's something I don't think I've actually um, has come up yet is all the all the accounts that just went down recently. Do you want to tell people about what like just recently happened on Twitter?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, um, what recently happened on Twitter is a lot of accounts got deleted and because we're all sex workers, we thought, Oh my God, is it all us? It wasn't all us. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Rothfield has done a lot of research on this. And, um, with the help of another, um, person, Jane Boone, who I want to give shout outs to you because they're very wonderful women. So they did
0: a lot Jane of research Boone? on, the-
1: yeah, Jane Boone. Who just, wrote she's, her
0: episode comes out tomorrow.
1: <laughs> oh, she's so great. Oh my God. She's going to be like so famous And I'm like, no, I had her first. I saw her first. I like, I did a Insta live with her. I loved her book. It was so, so great. She's like a really lovely person. So I'm really glad awesome. to hear that
0: by the way. Cause like she reached out to me. So like I and, and oh. it looked, you know, she, she knew some people and this, mm-hmm. that, and I was like, okay, I think this fits. Let's have, let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, and, but I haven't read the book myself yet. So I'm glad to know it's actually like a good book and people should check it out.
1: Yeah, it is actually really good. People should check it out. I understand that we're all a little gun shy because of like really, really bad sex worker memoir and like BDSM stories just being shitty. It's a really good book. I laughed. I like read it. I'm a very fast reader. I read it in like three hours. I loved it. It's so good. You should read it. Um, okay. So Anyway, but so anyway, so they did all, all these like studies on like what was happening and it's, yes, people are getting deleted and, but it's not, it's for, it seems to be for things that people are doing to violate terms of service that um, we're always against their terms of service, but they're just, starting to enforce those things
0: like ban evasion so, stuff and
1: yeah ban evasion that will get you kicked off so don't have more than one twitter account unless it's completely different don't have a backup oh, yeah. account that's bad and right now um a lot of us have our things going um you know auto post from our various you know platforms like clips for sale or OnlyFans. Take off your auto tweets. Don't do that. Just manually tweet it. Schedule it. Use the Twitter scheduler. Those are the two big ones. And then also just make sure that nothing in your profile and header pick are anything above a PG.
0: Now keep now, that plain. Mm-hmm. Now every average Joe schmo who maybe is like pro sex worker listening to the podcast, but like is rolling their eyes that you and I are right now talking about Twitter terms of service. Ugh, what's the big deal? It's just a Twitter. What's the big deal? What is the big deal about uh, social media when it comes to, you know, access to social media with, with sex work?
1: Well, Twitter is, in respect to Twitter and sex work, Twitter is kind of our last platform where they've sort of cared the least mm. um, about various things, which, you know, in some ways has been good for us because we've been able to grow and, and stay there and, and be there. But, mm. uh, you know, unfortunately, it's been bad in ways that they haven't enforced, again, other people who broke their terms of service that, we're inciting violence in truly harmful ways to our very republic like that's mm-hmm. not like that's real too so so again it's just like let's have this enforced evenly and let's be really clear mm-hmm. about this about what um you know what they want to have on their platform or what they don't and also to allow people to Um, I I find it very interesting that like much smaller sites and platforms that are adult platform related, like I want clips for sale or or other things like that. They will just tell you what is not allowed. They'll say, oh, you can't use this word or, oh, you can't use this in your, um, you know, your image. This can't be in the clip.
0: Don't even be like, hey, you can pee, but just can't pee on someone. Right. Like, don't get that specific.
1: They're very, very specific. And I always make the joke, like, you know, whenever like Clipster Sale com- or whatever company comes up with like the next list of words that's banned, it's like, who's in this meeting with like a bunch of suits? Like, hey, Jim, can we circle back to, you know, pissing on you? You know, like, what is that anyway? Yeah, so, where is like,
0: the line with piss, right? Joe? Where's the line?
1: Where's the line? So, I mean, <laughs> it's all coming from credit card processors. of course. Sure, sure. But again, it's like, you know, why don't we have access to their internal document of mm. what's allowed and not allowed. And, and again, I want to say, cause I work with a lot of big branded companies and especially in regards to Instagram, they also are inconsistent with them. I work with huge, huge companies that have their verified check. They have millions of followers. And even they tell me, oh, we get shadow banned. We have problems all the time with what they allow and what they don't. They'll flag us for this. And it, but then sometimes not for this. And, you know, it, it's, it's um, very difficult. And of course it, you know various other things play into it like racism and fat phobia and islamophobia and things like that so
0: yeah but now what is the importance of social media for sex workers in the in the current day
1: Yeah. Well, social media for sex workers in the current day, especially now during the global pandemic is it's our way to reach our clients and to be visible and connect Mm -hmm. with everyone. Um, Everyone who's listening to this, who's a sex worker, I hope you have your own website. (laughs) Um, But, you know, this is a way for us to engage also with our community. And, you know, again, like social media for me, it's it is business, it is social, but the, a lot of the things that I do with my social media don't even have to do with sex work. I'm, I'm working with, again, with other, you know, like I'm working with Yandy and, and other sponsors and stuff like that to sell product. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. just me.
0: <laughs> well, like, let's say someone either um, wanted to hire somebody or maybe even if you're brand new, if if sex workers are off of social media weren't allowed they're all kicked off the way many fear that really will happen um where would one be able to advertise or obtain new clients
1: Oh, I mean, I don't even know, because I don't, I honestly haven't advertised in years. I mean, I think Trist is is happening, um, you know, a decentralized platform. I mean, sex work is the oldest profession. We're not going anywhere. Mm. If we get deplatformed from one thing, like Tumblr was a big problem. And, you know, that didn't, a lot of these things haven't personally affected me, like Tumblr or like Pornhub, um, you know. But they affect people in my community. So it's like you know, mm-hmm. people are just going to Google something, um, you know, and and find it that way. I would assume. I mean, well, you know, I'm very mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Well, I, just, I think what I was trying to get at was that the the importance of it is like it's kind of the only place y'all can kind of start to build audience and and have clientele find y'all in that way because you don't have. It's not as simple as like a back page of Craigslist. You have to know where the escort site is or, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to like to have been the new come stumble upon a a certain performer instead of being Mm -hmm. able to like be discovered via tweets or Instagram or whatever. It's, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the way I see it from outside is that it would be detrimental to lose mm-hmm. social media because I don't know Like when people hit me up and say, Hey, I was looking to hire this. So my husband, I want to get my husband, uh, an experience with, like this, they'll be like, where do I go? And at now, now I tell them to go to Twitter. I tell them to go. Mm-hmm. I said, they're all on Twitter. They will have their tour dates, their websites all like, that's where you got to go. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know where to direct them if, uh, if, if y'all lost that, um, well, I hope you have your own website and your own mailing list. I do, manhorpod.com people. Uh, <laughs> under construction, but you can sign up for the mailing list there, so you never lose me. Uh, uh, <laughs> so <good>. so how, <laughs> how long have you uh, been a Dom? Wow, um, uh, like over 10 years. Yeah? Yeah. And how, how did you get started?
1: Uh, as a professional, I moved out to California after I graduated from college. And I, I knew a couple of pro-Doms like, uh, in Philly, New York, and then I just Googled Los Angeles and Dungeon and just started working at PDSM Dungeon and was working there for about a year um, in a, a house situation. Um, and then I went independent, so just moving to just doing what I'm doing now and then getting Dungeon West and doubling down and getting Dungeon East, yeah. How
0: long have you, how long have you owned both the, the, the two venues? Roughly.
1: Uh, well, Dungeon West, I own for almost ten years, actually. So I guess, yeah, wow, I've been a dom like way over ten years. I need to update. that. <laughs> How old just... am I? I
0: don't
1: know. <laughs> um, but we we did just have we did have to close Dungeon West on October fifteenth because of. Sorry COVID. to hear that. Um, yeah, it's it's bittersweet, but I'm you know it it was the only thing to do. And, and, you know, I had that other dungeon, so I still have dungeon East and that is open. We've been open the whole time because we're, we're able to do it safely, but we're not, we, we're definitely not allowing any group classes, no, no parties. People have asked, I don't even allow my equipment to be rented for parties right now mm-hmm. and, you know, very, very limited production. So it's, it's pretty much just private couples right now. Um, But again, that's something that, that I know that we can do safely um, even during quarantine right now. So we're mm-hmm. doing COVID, whatever this is this time. Right. right.
0: Well, well one good for you for like cock blocking people who are like, Hey, can we at least rent the cross? You know, like, good. I'm oh, like, good. I'm happy yeah. to hear that. But you also,
1: would, uh, <laughs> you have no idea that what I'm cock blocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, but in general, like what were the, you know, last year, uh, what were the, like, where does BDSM dungeons, being a dominatrix where does that fall in with all the covid regulation and legality because y'all already operated in kind of a different legal space than say full service sex workers or you know massage girls or or whatever
1: well you know california and the government never really has a problem taking my money so i guess i'm allowed (laughs) to continue to operate it's very important to pay your taxes everyone pay your taxes um I just paid a lot today. Anyway, um, well, you know, the thing is, is that for me, it, what I saw was happening and I realized how bad this was going to be. I immediately switched everything in my business that was. Probably 85% dependent on in-person stuff, whether that was for the dungeon or, or for myself, because I'm running like three businesses concurrently, myself, West, and East. Mm. Um, I switched everything to online. Um, so no parties, no classes, you know, all of that, everything. No sessions. No, um, I know I At didn't all. do... I did a couple. I did very, very limited, but I just sort of like didn't feel... Um, I didn't feel like good about that. I did like, really only a couple with like regulars. And now I'm like, I just... I don't know if and when I'm ever going to go back to in-person sessions. Um, Just, you know, uh, yeah. So anyway, so I moved everything to online, um, which was great. um, Good for me. And so just, you know, created so many new classes. I produced an event, LA King Pride, because it was like June and everyone's like, oh, I guess we can't. Do anything. Okay. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to do this. I guess I'm a masochist. I don't know. <laughs> didn't know that about myself until like quarantine happened, but here we go. So, um, so did all that. But then, you know, even with everything that I was doing, it just, you know, it didn't make sense to keep West open because there just weren't enough rentals and I wasn't using it. And I'm like, oh, wow, let me, you know, you got to call the fleet here or whatever. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs>
0: how, how did, how did the community take the closing of a dungeon? I imagine there are not many in the first place.
1: No, there are not. And there's going to be a lot less in the next few months because everyone is throwing up GoFundMes and they're in really dire straits, unfortunately. And, um, but I mean, already, um, you know, Ariana's space closed in New York city. Um, but, um, yeah, so, I mean, it was, you know, it was sad. And I think it was also just like, everyone was just so sad because like, there's just been so much sadness and closures and deaths. Like so many of my, like favorite restaurants have closed permanently in Los Angeles and stuff like that. Like, you know, I've lost several um, people in my circle due to COVID or just other things related, you know, just in, in general. So I think people are just like, oh, but now you and like, oh, you know, but it's like, I still have Dungeon East. you know, we had a big sale, everyone made out with like, all my panties, <laughs> like, you know, all my latex, all my shoes. It was like, it was, I just, wow, moving is really easy when you just sell everything. I highly recommend it. So, um, you know, and, and it was interesting though, because when we had the sale, which had to be in person, but again, it was very, very safely done. I asked so many people like, oh, have you been here before? Because it's hard to see people with their mask on. And, and you know, it's been a year and they're like, no, I haven't been here. And I said, oh, well, that's why we're closing. You know, <laughs> like, because you didn't meet, you weren't here. And they're all like, oh
0: so i'm like well you better
1: come to the next dungeon otherwise i'm going to be saying the same thing to you and you know anyway so it's you know people understood they were just really surprised that i held on to two for so long anyway so but i have the other dungeon so mm-hmm.
0: and and so last now last year all of my episodes that had sex workers whether porn stars doms whatever you know they were actually all recorded before the pandemic mm-hmm. so i we i haven't really gone into discussing like how sex workers have been moving on to online all going virtual and what that looks like and like how that's been and what you know has it been better or worse or a different type of neutral so what was that transition like going from um all the in-person stuff the parties the in-person classes sessions etc um to virtual and what did those look like what were you offering what did what didn't work
1: Well, it was a learning curve to be sure. I mean, I think that for me, like I've been in this industry for over 10 years. So I've always dabbled in these online things like, you know, phone and and cam and clips and stuff like that, but I never really did much with it. So it was like what happened was in the beginning for the first few months, my partner, I said, you know, we need to just work together and, you know, fire this up because oops, we can make the most money um, doing this. So I had her, redo every single one of my websites. It was just kind of like getting like, you know, the the wheel cranking again, but also just like, you know, you know, changing the wheels on a moving bus. It's hard. So, but I mean, we, again, like we developed all these new classes. I even taught a class specifically for sex workers who are moving from in real life to virtual, um, even though it was something I was learning myself at the same time, because it wasn't about how to make a lot of money at these platforms. It was literally just how do I do everything that I've been doing in person to online? Because there's so many people who maybe they've done something online, like a little bit, but a lot of like real time doms, like they only do real time. Like I had a 20 a, a year vet, veteran in my class who's very well respected. She's like, I just never understood how to do this. And now mm-hmm. thank you for explaining this to me. I just made $600 tonight. And I'm like, why, thank you. That's what I want to hear. <laughs>
0: And, and, and so what what did it look like? What um when you're moving the party like are you moving parties online um and doing like the Zoom thing?
1: Mm-hmm Yes. Well, for classes, we moved all of those online immediately and we did them on Zoom and Crowdcast and classes translated really well um, for obvious reasons. So we were able to do um, I do classes that are more lecture style. So that's very easy for me to do. And my partner does the classes that are um, practical. So she's doing bondage and flogging. So that requires video (laughs) if you can. So that that translated i ha, i didn't do any events except for just kind of LA King Pride which was mostly like classes and like a dance party and stuff like that but i cuz i didn't know how to do it i wasn't sure but well i don't know when this is coming out but it's my birth in in when we're recording this it's my birthday this weekend so i'm doing the first virtual play party called BDS or Cyber BDSM And I'm teaming up with um, a lot of my friends who put on Cyber Clown Girls and they're all strippers from Jumbo's Clown Room. So we're having- I'm
0: sorry, we have to back up. (laughs) One who's Jumbo. And then what's what's their clown room? (laughs)
1: so jumbo's clown room that's you didn't go there when you were in la well i'm sorry is you it a strip
0: didn't. club yeah it's a strip club
1: i'm yeah, not a strip club course. guy oh uh, you're not it's... a strip club guy oh but this is fun this is like the <laughs> this is like the fun it's like a really tiny like space and it's like it's like a bikini bar so you can like, drink i would go like,
0: to a strip club like with people for a thing but like i'm i've realized i you know i went once in college and i was like oh this it was fun it wasn't bad just was like oh this is not going to be for me with this price point and all that stuff and then like uh i went again about a year ago with my with my now ex and again had fun but i'm like oh i would like this is not this is not how i would spend my money like she bought the lap dance Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, jumbos is more
1: like um artists and uh like Suicide Girls, not that that's really relevant now, but you know, it's like that. It's you know, that oh, kind of vibe. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll go. What do you doing? What's today? Tuesday? We can go to Cyber Clown Girls tomorrow night if you want.
0: Oh,
1: if you like that. So sure. anyway, um, so I'm teaming up with them, which is, it's a really good collaboration because it's, um, you know, uh, doing something virtually, it's like it needs to be a little bit more performance based. It's mm. like the play party, what was so great about it, um, BDS Femme that I've been throwing for, gosh, I think like seven years now is a play party for cis and trans women. So just creating a safe space for women only, you don't have to identify as queer or gay, but you know, you will be when you leave. Um, so, <laughs> but just creating that. So, um, so I'm hiring people who are performers and who've done this many, a lot for the last year to do more BDSM, um, strip teases and I'm going to be there and I'm going to perform a couple of things myself. And then also just kind of do check-ins with like various, like, you know, I have my dungeon here. So, um, dungeon West has been transformed into my condo. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. It, It all just sounds so like, tiring it's not like you know between the social media stuff we talked in the beginning which like some people would call frivolous and yet with like it's so vital to the business to transferring things to online teaching yourself like i don't know photoshop and people are learning video editing because they never needed to before and Mm -hmm. you know like are you like how are you holding up with all that (laughs)
1: Well, I'm, I'm very lucky and, you know, I have, um, you know, a really supportive, loving partner, family, friends. I'm doing very well for myself. Wait, I have a really so, great just, therapist. Just oh. sorry to
0: interrupt. Just to mm-hmm. clarify so I can follow when you keep saying partner, is that, uh, like a romantic partner or a business partner, or it sounds like maybe they're intertwined.
1: Oh no, my romantic partner, <laughs> my gotcha, nesting gotcha. partner, my live-in partner, my main squeeze, um, gotcha. uh, but she's also someone who occasionally, uh, you know, does some work for me. So, um, and teaching classes, but yeah, so, um, anyway, but, uh, you know, so it's like a lot, but I just want everyone to know it's like, yeah, I'm back in weekly therapy because let's normalize taking care of our mental health and, you know, uh, for especially for sex workers um there's pineapple support out there and i know it's hard but i have a lot of support i'm really okay and all of this stuff is still really really hard it is so hard and it's tough and i'm just glad that i have support and i know i can reach out to people if i need extra support and stuff like that but this is like a hard weird year like i've had to move my business i've had to move my house i've closed one brick and mortar location um you know, I'm I'm still like fine and okay, like but it's it is like hard out there. Like it's okay if you're like that ah! and then just like you know face planted to the pillow. Like it's hard out there.
0: Mm. You know, before pre pandemic, then what would you say was the most difficult event or issue mm-hmm. in your doming career? I don't really or, not or not obstacle really. Mm been smooth it's been smooth sailing Uh, decades
1: it really has been pretty smooth sailing i mean i think there's just always like you know i mean i think it's just you know it's like you've run into people and you're like oh god you suck and then you're just like i don't want to be around you anymore and i'm so glad i don't have to run into those people you know the people you're just kind of peripherally in your circle and you're just like oh god all right now you don't want to see them so it's great um it you know I Definitely think some just... comedians
0: I feel that way about <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. not for and to be fair there's probably some comedians who feel that way about me uh, who knows <laughs> probably
1: um yeah I can't think of anything that I could probably publicly say <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, that's fair but I mean but but really nothing n- nothing that um it, yeah nothing that I could I could Publicly say, but also just just because those those situations resolve themselves, or I don't want to reignite them in any way. But um, yeah, I mean, just you know, uh, I, I try to. I'm I'm a very good you know uh, problem solver, <laughs> so I, I think that you know watching the landscape of what's going on um, to to make sure that you're constantly like a couple steps ahead. I mean, we all cho- I choose to do sex work every single day. And I don't choose to do sex work because it's like, particularly like people really like admire sex work or like, it's like on a pedestal. I do it because I make a lot of fucking money and I love what I'm doing and I can do this safely. And I'm so lucky and privileged and happy that like my business and and also that of my partners, we can do our businesses completely online. So we've been So incredibly safe, especially here in Los Angeles. Which I mean, I know you're in New York, so you got hit very hard. We've been in very strict quarantine lockdown since the beginning, and the cases are very high.
0: So yeah, I'm not I'm not fucking around. I I have a there's a fuck buddy seven blocks away. I'm not seeing her yet. I was like, I was like, I got a Gloriol, and that's about it. That is yeah. my only.
1: <laughs> that's good. That's good. That is safe. That is the safe thing. Yeah. I listen
0: to my local government, and if they yeah. say use a physical barrier, if they put out the official document, you know what? I'll, I'll use that as the excuse, not because I'm a total perv. That's fine. <laughs> that's good. Um, have you done like? I'll, I'll, have you done sessions uh, virtually? Like. Because I imagine, um, you know, like full service workers, very difficult to do a virtual session. But I figure there's certain ways to DOM over CAM.
1: Yeah, I mean, according, yes, uh, there, yeah, I am doing a lot of virtual sessions. I'm doing them via text, via phone and CAM. So all of them.
0: Yeah. Right. But as a DOM, like are you instru- like for example, like are you instructing a sub to say, like, uh, you know, if you normally would have flogged the sub, like are you instructing them to flog themselves? Like are like are you getting creative with how to do the actual BDSM um, you know, remotely?
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes it is instructional, like I'm having them do certain things for me or to themselves, you know, Um, but sometimes it's just talking them through a fantasy of what would happen if I was there because they don't have like things there. And, you know, I'm talking about like, I'm going to collar you and you have to lick my boots and, you know, things like that. Um, So it just really depends. But honestly, it, you know, I still find that so much of it is just talking to people who just want to have like a conversation and it it's sometimes it's not even about BDSM or domination. It's just like it's just really about a connection and, and talking and, and I miss my really old, you know, not old, well they're old. <laughs> my own, my <laughs> longtime clients and I really, really miss them. And and it's it's you know, everything got so shuffled up where some people have less time and money and access to To their favorite you know sex worker and some people have more so it's just like this really weird or just really interesting reshuffling of everything that's going on
0: right now Mm -hmm. how long is your like longest dom sub client relationship
1: oh my god well i mean my my slave that i mean i don't even call my slave anymore he's just kind of like you know my favorite uncle or something no he's (laughs) we just celebrated our like slave anniversary, like well because he comes to thanksgiving now you know it's like it's like that like he's like part of my family you know it's beautiful um, he, no he's great like my vanilla and king friends are just like oh my god i need a jack he's the best he he baked bread even before the quarantine did it and he was that cool he like grinds his own like wheat anyway <laughs> Um, so we just celebrated our slave anniversary, and that was nine years. Um, but I think like the, the person that I've been seeing the long, like that I've known the longest, like, I mean, Oh my God. Like when did maybe 2000, since 2007 or eight, gosh, that's like, wow. yeah. So wow. yeah. So that's so from like the beginning. So, you know, they always it's like come knowing back someone from high school. It is like knowing someone from high school. I always used to joke because it's like when we'd go to like footnight or something, because you just see the same people like for years and you're like, oh, that guy, that guy is kind of like your your uncle because you just see him like once a year, might be a few years and then you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? It's the same. You want to worship my feet? Okay. You know, oh. they always <laughs> come back around. They always come back around.
0: Oh that's great that's great and uh, and so you 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 mentioned earlier you're doing the classes uh, do you have a favorite class that you've been doing during quarantine
1: I, well, I really love the classes that I've been doing for sex workers because that was something new that I didn't do before. And that felt really good because I felt like I was really helping people in my community. And I'm like, I want you to make lots of fucking money, bitch. And, you know, they are. So the, that the, was the really The talk cool. y'all
0: do hyping each other up, like in the clubhouse room fun, in other places, is so fun to watch. You're all just like, I mean, it's like watching Wolf of Wall Street, but with, you know, sex workers, just be <laughs> like, we're going to make so much fucking money. <laughs>
1: You have to tell me which ones you're going to, y'all. I'm going to follow you on Clubhouse, I'll, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll you Yeah, so I'll hook up on there. But um, yeah, so that's been really good. But And and the class that I think has done the most, that I've sold the most from is uh, exploring your dominant persona. Mm-hmm. And it sounds really silly, but I've never done... Well, not like silly. I just never had to because I was doing other things. I that's never That's not did silly. I need to take that class. Dominant, <laughs> you do. I'll send you a link. Um, yeah, to, it's just about um, you know how to you know, it's not like to be a professional Dom or anything, but it's just how to be a dominant pet, a tap you know, in. yeah, a tap into that. So that has sold like a fuck ton. I think, yeah, a lot. I think it's like sold over like a hundred over the last, like I've done it like twice live. And then I have all my classes up on gum road. So you can always catch the replay there. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you wouldn't want to give all the secrets. But like, can you share one example of how you can tap into that more dominant persona? Because because mm-hmm. I'm more of a I can be switchy. Uh, I buy lean on the submissive side. But hey, look, you need me to butch it up. I can fucking do it <laughs> to the best of my ability.
1: <laughs> well, I think that it's sort of. Finding and tapping into that place where you feel like you can dominate and it dominate. And I think that generally for women, we're we're always told to be submissive in some way and not to not to yell, not to shout, not to be powerful because you're punished by being powerful. And here, I tell people like, no, like people want to worship you as the dominant. then people like, oh, wait a minute. People want to worship me. Like, yes, it is a fucking privilege to worship my feet as the dominant. And then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's exciting. So, and I, but there always has to be a sub. So as long as you have a sub, then you can figure out how to be a dominant So.
0: Okay, okay. Um what what are some of the the other like uh classes you do for sex workers?
1: Yeah, um I'm working a lot with Sex Panther so we've done a couple of classes together um because they didn't have any and I really like that platform a lot and especially right now because you can even though it started with just texting and also has such a great name. Um they also do phone and they also have cam now so it's great because you can just can right through their app and you know uh, platforms, so that's great. And then when you get tips, there's little hearts that come up on your screen, so that's fun. Um, so I'm doing that, and then um, I actually just did a class with Kink.com for about Instagram for sex workers. So um, that went over really well, and at least it gave people hope because it's been so like stressful. I feel like for us getting deplatformed and. I just wanted to give people hope, but also like, let them know like, Hey, I've seen so many people do like things on social media that I'm just like, not surprised if you get deleted. Um, You know, it's unfortunate, but you gotta, you gotta play by their rules. So, except for on your site. So. Are you,
0: are, are you noticing like people quit and just be like, you know what, this whole virtual thing, I'm out. I'm gonna find something else to do for work or I'm a, I'm gonna get back in after the shot.
1: I mean, Yeah. I mean, I think that it's real. And I'm definitely casting like side eye. I'm not talking about survival sex workers. Like I'm talking about people who like I absolutely know for a fucking fact make bank online and they're seeing people in person anyway. And I just think that's like a really dangerous choice. Like it's Mm. just not the safest one and it's not the best one that you can do or make. And it's not really sending a good message like how you take care of yourself and how you take care of like people around you and, and your client. Like, cause like, look, I get it. We all, I mean, we all miss doing things in person. And, you know, like I said at the beginning, there are some people that I've seen um, in person and I decided not to, there's certainly ways that we can do this safer. (laughs) I thought doming, by the way,
0: I thought doming was going to continue in person because you could like literally do so many things from the distance. And like half the time, it seems like somebody's wearing a mask just for the kink of it. Mm
1: -hmm. No, you could. You (laughs) definitely could. Yeah, you can definitely be there are, there are definitely ways to carry out work, whether that's sex work or like, you know, being in a hair salon that are safer than not obviously, you know, doing temperature checks and making sure everyone's wearing a mask the whole time for sure. But for example, like I literally can't do any foot fetish appointments because someone wants to worship my feet. And like that requires not having a mask. And when I explain that to them, they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, but you the mask is not on your face anymore. Cause my foot is your mask, you know? So they get excited. That's the, you know, my, my feet are a thrill. So I mean it. And I talk and I, you know, I always do reference tracks for people when they ask me and stuff. And I remember talking to someone, it's like, I'm seeing people going on tours and I'm like,
0: blows my mind.
1: I, I'm like, is that like the best choice? Is that the best choice? Cause it's like, you know, and, and, and I also think that like, there's a lot of sex worker, you know, outreach organizations that like, aren't helping people as much as they could, because they're not, they're not encouraging them to like do things online. And, and, and online is also has, its you know, this flip side of like, well, okay, but then there's an electronic paper trail and yes, you have to file taxes on it. And like, that's, that's a reality too. And I just, I just hope that people are really looking at all the different, um, options and truly making the best and safest options for them. But I mean, COVID is real (laughs) and it's not going away and it's getting worse before it gets better. So let's just remember that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that, um, I mean, look, I, I straight up said I made more money last year than I did the year before because of doing online things and, and switching my business over. Um, so, you know, that's a reality, but, um, it's i also worked my ass off and have
0: two part-time assistants but it was a lot of fucking work i want to get back um, to that in a moment mm-hmm. but on on the on the on the on the providers who you know are doing just fine online the ones who are irresponsibly going out still and don't necessarily have to do you mm-hmm. think they're almost like using the the client work as their their means for other human contact and then they get to use the job as the excuse.
1: I don't know because I'm not like that close to those people that I could be like, Hey girl, what's up? You know, what's going on here? And it's like, um, but you know, I, I hope that again, and like I said before, this is such a hard time. I miss seeing clients in person too. I miss seeing my friends. I miss traveling. Like we get it. We all fucking miss it. Um, But I hope that like, I hope that people are finding ways to cope in ways that are as safe as possible. Like if you're missing a human connection, like, do you have friends? Like, I mean, do you get the impression sometimes that like some people just don't have friends? And like, I mean, usually this is demonstrated I mean, as one in, like... of those
0: people, yes, a hundred percent. Do you that's... not have
1: friends? Do you not have I now, don't you're know. You're in Clubhouse all the time. <laughs> you're like, Clubhouse people are real. They're my friends. They're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing today, Clubhouse? <laughs> Every it was, single it was night? Because,
0: <laughs> it's because you get to actually be with the group. Like, you know, I have friends I can mm-hmm. talk to and hang out with one-on-one, but like in Clubhouse, you can at least like have the group chat. And that mm-hmm. like felt so new and novel mm-hmm. and different than you know what i usually get to do but just like for as much as i hear um people bitch and moan about clients then why take the risk to hang out to fuck with people who you probably don't even fucking like
1: well they probably fucking like them and i hope they're giving them a lot of fucking money i mean i don't know like a lot of people have like you know a a lot of um you know possibly bad or not so good reasons for doing these things and it's like you know i was just watching you know our our Bible, it's like our news that happened like six months ago. Then we watch it played out on TV with Olivia Benson, like Law and Order SVU. And you Law and Wait, Order SVU, but well,
0: well, I know, I know uh. that that's a show. The thing you said right before it, I don't oh, think I. Oh, it's I,
1: it's like they they literally do talk you about. You said Bible. Happened.
0: I lost Oh, you, I buy, well,
1: but. yeah. Okay. We well, don't have to say the B word if it's like a No, I just mean that it's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> well, it's just I just, like, <laughs> I just meant that like, you know, they, the show does tend to be, um, like progressive and defends sex workers, but it's also like a lot of, I mean, the headlines and storylines are taken from things that actually happen. So okay. it's some, you know, and that's what I mean. So, um, and, but I was watching catching up on law and order SVU and they were talking about this, um, like, you know, what is it like the. It's like not NYU. It's like the what is the the mythical college they have? It's like Hudson or something, whatever. anyway, from there, who knows? I guess you don't watch it. okay. so anyway, <laughs> but whatever it is, the, the college student that's like, you know, they're really NYU. and she said she the, all the other roommates were upset with her because it was during CoVID and she's just hooking up with people. And she said this line that I thought was really important. She said, well, I knew it was I knew it was wrong. I knew it was risky, but I just felt so dead inside that it just didn't matter to me. And I think that's real for a lot of people where, you know, I mean, we all know, like, we all know, we all make bad decisions. Like we all have that extra shot of tequila and we're like, no. And, but, you know, here, like the consequences, like the risk factor is so much higher where you're, you, you're potentially harming yourself, possibly killing yourself, somebody else. And it's also just, you know, the harm could be, damage that's that's for the rest of your life and that's that's like a different risk than like doing some mystery coke in the mm-hmm. bathroom you know <laughs> like that's <Right>. like mm. <laughs>
0: the more i'm reading you know the more we have been learning about potential post covid mm-hmm. effects like on your you know lungs and shit the le- i'm like what no pussy is worth that is it i mean okay well maybe mm-hmm. that maybe Sarah, cuz she <laughs> it really fantastic covers my face but uh, everyone yeah. like really i don't need to take that risk it will be here when we're out like you know that see the orgy Posts on Reddit or to hear about some of the, you know, maybe irresponsible parties going on in Brooklyn, um, you know, mm-hmm. with clubs that feature four letters that are not BDSM. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know
1: they're happening in LA too. In LA, the LAPD shut down like multiple parties that had hundreds of people,
0: and it's just like and, the part orgies will be here. I, yeah, I hope to throw to be there
1: for you, you know, maybe this is calling the herd. It's like we don't want those people at our orgy anyway, you know, like. Ugh. So I mean I think that it's a it it's really hard, but I think that there are so many other um, safe ways to engage and and find these things that we can do that aren't going to be potentially harming you or someone else that is close to you. And and look, look, like I said, I get it. We it is all so hard, but it is going to be so much harder if you hurt yourself or like you hurt somebody else. Um, don't kill your client, <laughs> you know, They're like the so. Yeah it's, yeah, it's disturbing that there's parties happening,
0: and and, and then we have to like figure out how to live with those people when this is done. Like, you know, it's like to see the people who like the comics who are doing indoor stand up shows. It's like, I gotta, I gotta go be on a show with him when this is all over. Like I'm gonna have to be in Green Room and I, there's, there's too many for me to hold the line as like a, as like a red line for me. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to have to like, accept like, these are people who don't care about the health of other people. And, and I just have to like, kind of hang out with, you know, Jim and accept that about him.
1: I would work that shit into your routine and roast the fuck out of them. That's what I would do. I have unfollowed people. I have argued with people because I don't fucking care. Like I'm one of those people who has like plenty of spoons and like, I'm like, I don't care. I will do this all day with you. It is like no problem to me because very early on, one of my closest friends, like brother died of this and he was a father of four and he deserved better. And I will always fight for him because- Like, this is just bullshit. And like, I, I will not forget the people who did these things. I, you know, I'm glad I don't have to see them for a year, but I will not forget the people who I see doing these things that are unsafe. And like, no, you will forever not be invited to my parties. Like you forever will have to do a reckoning. We will have to have a fucking accountability conversation that I might not even want to have with you. Like we're all in the same fucking place here, but like, because You know, but we're not all in the same place because a bunch of us were wearing our masks and washing our hands, which, oh my God, I am so disgusted about how many people did not wash their hands or regularly disinfect shit in the first place. The mask thing is new for some of us. Okay, I get it. But everything else, were you not washing your hands before? Like,
0: not 30 seconds, not for a whole Lizzo verse, you know? (laughs) (laughs) What, What was your hand washing song?
1: Uh, well, golden girls, of course,
0: yours going Girls. my, my, yeah. mine was, uh, mine was, uh, why Man, great till they gotta be great <laughs> whole thing. First that's verse good. and chorus. <laughs> that's that's good. how I knew I was well, clean.
1: That's good. Well, one of my, uh, friends is a trans man. And in the beginning of this, he's, he fully disclosed. He said, I am the only man who I ever see watching, washing my hands in the bathroom in the beginning before we got shut down. He's like, I can't tell you he's like i've never had a weight to wash hands and yes men are actually really this disgusting and i'm like thanks
0: (laughs) i am going as someone who is not a every time in the bathroom wash hands person (laughs) i am with a with a penis i'm gonna throw this out there in that uh if i'm at a urinal i am able to unzip my fly shake the dick out of the pants (laughs) urinate Shake it back in and zip up, never having touched my genital region. So I do not believe that I now need to take time to sing Lizzo at the at the sink because I was like, I actually have not hurt. Like, there's no damage done. That's the way I view it.
1: Oh, but you didn't Before, have to touch the handle. There's no flush thing.
0: Uh, the, the, the urinals you can do an elbow.
1: Oh, okay, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Or or like a, or a forearm if I miss. Um, uh, but I are, that's just mm-hmm. me.
1: Are you a new man now? Are you gonna? I mean, I am wash, wash my I,
0: I wash a lot. I wash my hands for much longer than I ever did before. We'll say mm, that that's definitely okay. the routine. <laughs> um,
1: you're coughing a lot. I'm a little worried. When is this coming out? Make sure no. <laughs>
0: before before we go, you know, what do you think the the world of dungeons and um and and being a professional dominatrix? Where do you think the world of sex work is going to be post COVID? What do you think's gonna What do you think's going to go back to a normal? What do you think might be here to stay?
1: Well, unfortunately, I think a lot of spaces are going to close because they're just they just can't afford to keep them open. Um, so more spaces like dungeons are going to close. But, you know, split uh, pace, blah, spaces will come back. Right. Um, sex workers will be here forever. Um, I think it's going to be a while before we can have something like a play party or orgy again safely. I was kind of hoping for maybe the end of this year, depending on the vaccine rollout, but really just depending on the vaccine rollout and and what that's like. Um, But again, I'm just going to continue to do things online as long as I need to. And and it's also been really wonderful in terms of like connecting with people who don't Mm -hmm. have a kink community or, or coming from rural places like Outside of L.A. and New York, there's this whole other place called the rest of our country. And so and also just the world <laughs> where, you know, they, they haven't been able to find events or at the time that they want to. So that's been really wonderful to connect. So I'm thinking I'll probably continue to do certain online things. But, yeah, of course, I, I miss people. But I mean, I I, I just want to be able to do it safely when we can. Sex workers here to stay you know, establishments like they're it, unfortunately There's just going to be it, there's going to be a hiccup, but they'll come back because there's me be plenty of spaces that are open. Commercial real estate is going to be so cheap for when we can recreate and then we can rebuild, you know, so.
0: All right. Well, uh, well, Justine, um, you know, where can people go to f- learn more about you, to follow you, to take some of your classes? I know we got I got a lot of sex worker listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, where Where do they go?
1: Yeah. Well, please, please always just memorize and go to my main website, which is losangelessdominatrix.com.
0: And, Ooh, and- <laughs> how long you had that one? That's a good one.
1: I know a really <sighs> long time. I really cashed in early on SEO. Um, so yes, yeah, so you can always find me there. Um, and then you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse as the Justine Cross. And my Twitter is Justine Plays. And so I run all the um all the live classes are always through Eventbrite. You can always find that on Eventbrite. And then anything that you've missed, including the sex worker classes, they are all up on Gum Road. So you can find them all there.
0: You know, you know, when whenever you do decide to stop doing uh to stop, you know, being a pro dom selling that URL is going to be the nice little retirement present to yourself. <laughs>
1: you would think so, but like I've been sitting on a lot of URLs and like no one really wants to buy them, but it's like, yeah, no one. I've never been successful at selling any of the URLs that I've been sitting on for a while. So
0: I am I shocked. Train.
1: Well, we'll we'll see about Los Angeles Dominatrix. It's interesting because I started that so long ago and I'm sort of even now I'm moving away from that. That's not really who I am anymore because mm. like yeah, I'm in Los Angeles, but that doesn't mean Dick when I'm global like i'm online and i'm i am i am expanded more than excuse me just a dominatrix so you know you're a
0: global brand I am need global, global well
1: i know we'll, get, well i don't know i don't even want the dominatrix part so much i'm so much more but i you know i own my name so that's fine and you know
0: there we go but well there you go the things, justine so. thanks for making time mm-hmm. with us and chatting today uh, mm-hmm. and why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody
1: all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening.
0: Goodbye. Definitely go follow Justine Cross on the Twitters. Folks, I am on the platforms. I'm, I'm pretty much anywhere doing anything you could probably want me to do. I am now on the Tiki Talkie at The Billy Procida. I am on Clubhouse now having really fun conversations in various rooms same handle at the Billy Presida. You'll find a link to all my platforms down in the show notes. You'll also find my email address should you want to send me your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your criticisms. Send any and all of that on over to manhorpod at gmail.com. Love hearing from you. And if you have thoughts about uh, this week's particular episode, uh, go join our Discord server and pop on into the episode 370 Justine Cross channel. Let us know what you thought about uh, my guests. Let me know what you thought about uh, virtual doming, BDSM, anti sex social media rules, all of it. Just go in, just go on in there and start a conversation. Uh, again, you can join our free Discord server at slash Discord. Next week, everybody, we've got a really funny comic on. Oh, I got a fellow fuckboy. Clint Coley will be on the show. That one's a really good one. Um, uh, I don't think you're going to want to miss it. I do think you are though going to want to uh 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 You See the songs are just stuck in my head, ba-ma. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But look ma, no hands. Stay slutty. <laughs> HotMovies.com has long been an ethical and affordable place to hashtag pay for some of your porn. Now with Hot Movies Select, customers gain access to unlimited viewings of tens of thousands of additional films from all their favorite studios for the low, low price of $24.95. Visit HotMovies.com, click Select Unlimited, and use promo code MANWHORE at checkout so they know who sent you.